temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. What are the haps? Start the day the right way with the morning shift. With Tiffany, Mike, and Bo. All right, all right. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. It's 8 o'clock. We are back here on the morning shift. No. Tiff, I'm so glad no. you're here to regulate that. Because I, I'm going to tell you right now, there was like three times yesterday I was like, please, please Snoop cut this Dog. Out. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. You know, Just, no. there are days where, no. there are days where no. I leave here. <laughs> Amy was like, how's work? Like, when you're not here, it's this is this is when you're here. Like, I go, yeah, I think, I, I'm, I'm so glad I get to work with Mike. Because, you know, I know we're. We're Today's cool. Not one of those days. He's so much, you know. He just—he's <laughs> so easy to be around. Your mind, you know. He's, I just feel like he's—I've known him for years. And then there's today where he's everything I do, just, just like literally, just is under his skin. Nails on the chalkboard. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I agree with you. I'm okay with that. Yeah. It means it's real. <laughs> if it wasn't, it would be—you'd be fake. I'd be like, yeah. I'd go home and say, yeah, I can do anything, and Mike's just okay with it. He's so fake. Yeah, no, that's But I, I don't get to say that. No, um, you don't. That's how I know you're real is because you hate everything I do. So I <laughs> <laughs> just know you're real. I don't. I don't. I really don't. I know. I'm kidding. I mean, with, a lot I'm kidding of the times, but, like, I'm not kidding with you. I mean, I know you are. I'm just, uh, you know. I got a wake-up call if y'all don't mind. No? Um, sure, because it is listen. time for the wake-up call. Yeah. Call us for a 4726-0929. I want to give a wake-up call job, to, my, to my daughter's <laughs> former daycare as of uh, yesterday uh, afternoon. Uh, no names. Former. I won't. No names. Uh, my, my wife but showed up you know yesterday with are. my one-year-old daughter <laughs> to daycare, and nobody was there. Nobody was there. Period. Was Same it a holiday? Not that I can gather. Nobody was there. And then she walked down the hall. There was finally some woman in the very, very back of the building in like a break room. And she looked at my wife, dropping off my one-year-old daughter and said, can I help you? Uh, I got a call, I don't know, an hour later that was like, hey, I'm done with this place. We're moving daycares. I was told to go pick her up and clean out her little cubby. And so that's what I did. Got her jacket. Bring a black trash bag <laughs> like I a, should, a I <laughs> I should have. I should have. It was so alarming, though, man. We we took her back to this uh, it's this in-home daycare she's gone to in the past, and my wife was like, I'm done, not dealing with it anymore. I don't know how it's even possible to show up and try to drop her off and have somebody say, can I help you? Like, yeah, it's a daycare for the love. I need to drop off my one-year-old. And so not only that, but uh, my daughter screamed as uh, she was handed to a lady that doesn't know her. And so that was, yeah, that's first. Yeah, no, probably that's won't be gone back. No, no, that was done. Yeah, man. Uh, they didn't even ask questions. My wife called and was like, "Ah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull her." And they were like, oh, "Okay, uh, cool. Uh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
I was like, well, that tells you, you all you need to know. You probably made the right, right decision. Yeah. Hey, here's the door. All right, let's go to the lines and say good morning to Ken on the south side. What is going on? What's going on, family? What's up, Bo, Mike, and Tiffany? Mike, Muff, you up? Wait, wait, wait. So, sit down, little Bo. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mike, I feel your sentiments. Um, when my daughter, my youngest daughter, she's seven now, when she was in daycare, um, I had a similar situation where they were all on vacation and they did not send any emails out. Wow. And it was like 10 people literally standing at the doors with the, the daycare of clothes. So I, I, wow. I understand some daycares are just incompetent. So, Dude. yeah. But my wake-up call is this is an interesting one. Uh, this is a guy that was with Kyle Shanahan when he was here and Matt LaFleur was here also as well. How about Mike LaFleur, Matt LaFleur's brother? Mike LaFleur has been around. We know that he has been in the coaching uh, under, you know, Kyle Shanahan coaching. If I'm not mistaken, he's the offensive coordinator uh, with the Rams right now. But Mike LaFleur, he, he was here with the stint with Kyle. I've kind of had a, 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 a liking for him for a while also as well. And, and somebody, can somebody please tell me what in the world happened to Byron Leftwich? That's actually a good question. We actually were discussing that uh, with my NFL crew. We were wondering what, you know, what the situation was and um, – and and where like where where has he ended up? I know in Tampa it would have been a, an odd situation, right? Because he was kind of maybe being thought to possibly be in position to be that head coach. He was interviewing with what Jacksonville. He turned too. the job down and, in Jacksonville. And so then you have, if I remember correctly, you know, you've got Bowles who becomes a head coach. It might have been kind of a weird, you know. So the last time element. I heard Byron Leverage's name, and I had to look it up to to confirm, I heard that he might be going to the to Colorado. He was he was let go. If I'm not mistaken, he was let go in Tampa. I had there was. Well, you couldn't necessarily have him there and I, when you had a guy that was trying to be a head coach and there was a situation there where it could have maybe been him or Bowles. And they so, picked Bowles. You know, you couldn't – I understand the dynamic there. I, I, there was it, – it's kind of the old enemy thing that he had to deal with where what input does he, is he having on the offense because he was there with Arians and Tom Brady. And I had heard reports out of there that basically it was whatever Tom Brady wanted to do. And that that Tom would had went in there at times and changed game plans and no we want to I want to do this or he would tell Byron this is what I want to do these are the plays I want to have built in and, you know for when we're all all these things and um, so I think he hopefully will go get a chance to be somewhere on his own away from that entity and and rebuild his you know build his brand because he, everywhere Arians was. He, he yeah, was. I'm not, I don't want to. I'm not going to necessarily dive into this whole conversation on this other topic right now. But I feel like that always comes up if it's a if it's a black coordinator. Um, and now we have the enemy that had to deal with that. Left, which having to deal with that. Um, I'll leave it at that for now. But well, I, uh, I'm I not think, saying that you're no, no, perpetuating I, that. But well, yeah. I think Matt Lafleur dealt with that as well because when he left here, he went to McVeigh, and he did. He wasn't calling plays just like Mike Lafleur is not calling plays in L.A. That but both I don't remember of, it being prominently discussed uh, or discussed that he needs to go be somewhere to well, get a year away away from that, like it was with the enemy. Matt um, did and though, and, and and I know you don't get yeah. it, but in, in the defense of that, just the one that's the one situation that correlates is the little floors that Matt did go to Tennessee, and honestly, I didn't think he was near as good in Tennessee as Arthur Smith was, but then he went to Green Bay and he's done a good job. Mike Lafleur was fired by the uh, by the Jets, and so I'm not sure if his brand is really. High right now, especially to be a head coach. Maybe we hire him as a an OC. He wants to be OC under someone. Maybe good question um, from you, Ken. All right, let's keep it moving here. We got James in Loganville. What's up, James? 
Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've been thinking about this for a while. I don't know how you guys would feel. I'd love to get your input on it. Um, how would you feel about us after the quick turnaround we had with our defense and all the injuries he dealt with? Um, would we consider maybe elevating Nielsen? Uh, I feel like his energy, I would love to see him as a head coach. Obviously, I love your top five you had, Mike. Um, but uh, just what you guys thought about maybe elevating Nielsen if he's ready for that. I mean, obviously, we, we talked to him uh, last week, right, and he, he gave some some great answers in terms of, uh, you know, how he looks at this defense. I, I don't know. I, I'm never a big proponent, and we've talked about this before. I'm never a big proponent of elevating a coach on staff after a firing. I'm just not. Like, I, I don't think that that's – I don't know. I, I think there's been a number of times that you've seen that. A lot of times it doesn't work out. It has worked out before. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you, you've, seen it, you've seen it happen in a number of different franchises, but I don't know, man. I, I think it would be cool because I think the continuity would be nice. I think everybody was pleased for the most part with the defense. I don't think he helped his case the last two weeks, by the way. But I don't know. I, I, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of hit or miss on that. I, I think that it would be – I'd be okay with it. I don't know if it's what this franchise needs right now. Yeah. Depending on who he brought in. And I, I think they might at least talk to him about it. Um, and they should. I think he's earned that. What I hope they don't do is force – rather than, you know, force the next – coach to say hey this is your dc i do not like that at all even though i love nilson and i want him here next year back to the lines good morning kareem what's going on hey good morning guys morning and miss tiffany good morning i uh tiffany first and foremost i concur with what you just said about uh black coordinators not getting a shot and my morning wake up call is give the enemy a shot like, the enemy deserves the job. Uh, I would go with the enemy. Hopefully we can get – make the move with Justin Fields. But uh, in, in coaching circles, you know, they say the enemy uh, is tough on the guys in the locker room. Well, that's what they need. They need somebody that's going to hold them accountable. And I can. And with add, that, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, Thank you. Man. I can add to that. We I sat in the meeting with the enemy when we had the uh, commander's game and, and talking um, with Sam, Sam Howell, too. He wanted that tough coaching from him, and he loved the fact that the enemy handled it that way. And, and as the enemy told us, he wouldn't approach it that way with someone like Sam Howell or the rest of the players if he felt like they couldn't handle it. And so they embrace that kind of coaching style from him. And, yeah, that, it, he's a tough coach. And it would be an easy transition because I can tell you that they got that tough coaching here. If, he, if you want to talk about what Arthur Smith was or wasn't, he, I think he was tough on guys in the right way, which I think the enemy is. Let me ask a question because I've heard a lot of complaining from this fan base and people in the media about having a first-time head coach calling plays. If you want the enemy, which fine with, but if that's what you want, are you okay with him calling plays? I am. I'm fine with it. I know a lot of people don't like it. It seems like there's a disconnect from the play callers that are head coaches, but I think a number of times it has worked out. And yeah. by the way, if it, number one on my list was Bobby Slowick. He's going to come here and call plays. So would Todd Munkin. I've heard that name a lot, too. Yeah, uh, and that's probably a name that should have been an honorable mention. I just I don't think what Todd Munkin wants to do, I don't think he fits our personnel. Let me ask you real quick. Is the enemy a name that's going to get – did he do it – did – let me air quote this. Did people see what they wanted to see enough to so he can continue to get these uh, – at least the interviews? It's going to be interesting to see what his next stop is. I, I would be, too, because, I mean, it was not a good season in Washington, yeah. to say the least, so – uh, and I don't even know. He probably, with them firing Ron up there, 
I'm sure everybody's gone, right? Well, hopefully, so, he'll, hopefully they'll, they'll at least do an in-house interview with him, right? You would, you would, that would be the hope, right? If you have a guy there that's done these interviews before, has been name's been circulated on the head coaching kind of because uh, he's a free agent before. OC. I'll just say you this know? much: if we were you to hire to a guy like I mentioned earlier, like an Aaron Glenn I, I, or a Brian Flores, I'd love to have be enemy because he's he's not. This is not a situation where it'd be a lateral move. He's a free agent OC at this yeah. point, right? So I'd love well, to bring him over. No, I don't. No, he's still under contract. Technically, I'm, well, I'm pretty positive. You know what I mean. But that was the thing. Like for D'Amico, is the enemy's having all these interviews, and out of nowhere, D'Amico, coordinator. And I think because the enemy's name had been circulated for so long, and then there were a whole bunch of other things that got to right? Yeah, yeah. There was a lot that was being said about him, and I, you know, I, I had a, we had a great interaction with him in our meeting. I can't speak to the other stuff that other people were talking about, how yeah. you know about how he interviews and whatnot. It's a good but, point you bring up, though. Very good point. And plus, to, for the Texans, that was a slam dunk, not just because. Dude. You know, it's working out now, but you had a guy that was beloved in Houston was before as a player. Yeah. He was your captain. You know, like it was a home run it, hit. And it, and it, it's a lot the, like the Vrabel. The, yeah. Deal. I mean, honestly. Yeah, the enemy thing's always been interesting on how he hasn't been elevated yet. I, I wish I was, could be part of, like, it's a fly on the wall in those interviews because there's what, what are you not hearing that you want to hear? Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot. So, uh, all right, when we come back here on the morning shift, we will hear – from Rich McKay and the Atlanta Falcons as uh, he was on our Dukes and Bell the other day after the Falcons made the decision to fire head coach Arthur Smith. That is next here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. are back here on the morning shift and as we mentioned to you before uh dukes and bell they had rich mckay on their show to discuss the reasonings and, and everything that went down with the firing of falcons former head coach now arthur blank so let's hear from the ceo of ambse and the atlanta falcons 
So let me go right at you on that because that's a good. It's a, I, I saw the question. We really did. I'm not sure we anticipated it as much as we saw it when it was there. That was not. There's no intent of that at all. Because listen, as you heard us say, and I'll tell you too. Um, you know, Terry and his group have done a really good job. They've been really good partners uh, with Arthur Smith and the coaching staff. I think when you see what they did, their body of work, both from the three drafts from free agency and, and more than anything else, getting our salary cap in a position where we literally were, were good spenders last year and we'll be better spenders this year in free agency, which we had kind of spent four years out of. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm a Terry Fontenot guy. I, I will say this, um, you know, it's not just in the end when you, when you, when you let a coach go, which is really hard to do, uh, it's got to be the owner's decision. you got to give them all the input which you get some from everybody, including Terry. But it's not Terry's decision and, and with the relationship he has with Arthur Smith, it's, it's just hard to put him up there. And then all of a sudden he's going to have to get questions from you guys. Well, why, why, why? Well, we're the ones that have the why, uh, and he's the one that's going to execute behind it. So I don't want it to be taken as anything other than um, Terry and his group and, and to give them the credit for what they've done. No, I'm not saying we won more games than we actually won, but I am saying that roster-wise and what they faced three years ago, we are happy with where we are and what's been constructed. It is a Rich McKay guy, CEO of the, of the Falcons. The impression from the fans, you know, is we've never had a coach who'd been a head coach uh, since you and Arthur have been making these decisions yep. going back to, yep. to more. Yep. How important this time around is it to have a guy who's been a head coach in the NFL? I think there – I think um, – I don't think it's a requirement, but I think it should be a consideration. I think that you have to, you have to cast a wide net, uh, and that wide net should include people that have potentially sat in that seat. Um, my one experience of hiring a coach that had been a head coach, um, I don't sleep at night because of it, um, but he'd only been a head coach at the college level. Uh, so um, I did in Tampa hire a head coach that had been a, a head coach in John Gruden. Um, so I, 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 I do think um, it, it is the idea that you bring is, well, it'll help us win faster next year and all that. I, I don't know that that's necessarily true, but I do think when you cast a wide net, you must look uh, for the idea that the person might have done this before and might understand the um, entirety of what um, the job is. Because it's a big job today, man. I, I can assure you, Arthur Blank said it in the press conference and it's, it's there's a lot of truth to it the scope and size of the job today versus 15 years ago it's a different job and you've got to make sure that the person coming in is ready to handle it rich uh i know what your role is but i would like for you to explain it to our listeners because i yeah. cannot tell you how many times we get <laughs> rich mckay is yeah. our general manager yes, so, yes he, he what is, is your what what is your, what is your role <laughs> all right and yes. and how does that uh, apply to the football decisions? Yeah, sure. So my role kind of, and, and there are plenty of people that do this in different sports, depending on who it is. My role really is to, to sit in the place of the owner. Uh, I report to Arthur, and then uh, meaning Arthur Blank, and then the coach and the GM report to me. Um, he still meets with them all the time. He said, but on a week-to-week basis, Who's going to meet with, with, uh, with them? It's going to be me. And, and I'm going to be the one that they're going to say, hey, we're thinking about this. We're going to want this. We need this. We need four more buses. Whatever it may be they need, my job is provided to them. I'll talk football with them. 
but I'll never like I I, I don't want to be and nor should, should do I want people to have the impression that Arthur Blank or or Rich McKay are sitting in draft meetings and saying hey let's draft X that that's not what my job is now my job is when they say we want to draft Y is to ask okay well and that's a bad letter if we want to draft A then my question should be Y and we go through the process but I think that's my role um, and I think that. Um, you know, I, I try in every way, shape, or form I can to be a resource. I've done the salary cap before. I've done contract negotiations before. So I'm always happy to answer questions and give them my thoughts. But they're going to make the decisions. You have to put them in position to do that. Uh, and that, that's what we've done here. It is the Falcons CEO, Rich McKay, with us, guys, on Dukes and Bell. Uh, I know it came up in the press conference, something we've been asking. Our audience asks all the time, Rich, about who initiated the Deshaun Watson pursuit. And it was discussed as, I guess, described as collaborative. It just seemed like we didn't have the resources to go toe-to-toe with the Browns, and it kind of put you off schedule with Matt. And next thing you know, Matt Ryan's out the door. Yeah, so so on that, and I think we said it uh, and answered it there, is I, I do want to make sure that people understand. It was kind of a collaborative decision uh, by personnel, coaching, by ownership, by, by us, that, you know what, this is a young franchise quarterback not, not asking, not saying there weren't issues that we need to look into. And in that process, um, you know, it, it became apparent we were not going to, that was not going to be a landing spot. Um, it also understand where, where Matt Ryan, who, you know, it, for me, top five people of all time, Matt Ryan, um, great, great quarterback, great husband, great father, ring of honor for sure. I mean, he's all of those things. Uh, but Matt also was at a place for us where, from a salary cap standpoint, something was going to have to happen because he was occupying, you know, a quarter of our salary cap. And as we were trying to um, kind of move on from some of the older players and retool the roster the way Terry and Arthur were going to do it, you know, Matt, uh, it was a logical time. So it's never comfortable when the, the, the true franchise quarterback who Matt was moves on. But it turned out okay. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it, but I, it turned out okay. But I love Matt, and I, Matt will be a Falcon forever. Um, that's for sure. Rich, uh, you've been in this city a long time. You know what it's like when it's buzzing. I want to know if we decide to go and pick a quarterback, will that be Terry Fontenot's decision in this draft with the eighth overall pick? I don't know if we move. We know you have made those moves as a general manager and what that's like. Um, what do you think we need to get that back? Well, we have to – listen, we have to um, – there's no question that the quarterback position sits at the center of, of, of winning in an offensive league today, right? It's not, it's not everything, but it does – it does require that, that that player play at a pretty high level in order to win consistently. Now, what's crazy about our league right now is, I mean, this year we had like 56 starting quarterbacks or something. So we've, we've, we're a league because of injury and because of the length of the season where a lot of quarterbacks play, but, but you need a quarterback play. So, yes, will a quarterback be a focus? And, yes, will the, um, the GM and the head coach, um, you know, decide on that quarterback? Yes. Um, can I guarantee you it'll come this year? No, you never know what your opportunities will be, but I can guarantee you it'll be, it will be a focus of the franchise. All right, that was Rich McKay, the CEO of AMBSE and the Atlanta Falcons, joining Dukes and Bell and talking about what they are looking for 
uh, and the road ahead that lies as they try to find the next head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. I don't, what are they looking for? You know, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I know any more about the coaching search after listening to them than than we would have before. Uh, and, and you know, listen, Rich, you got to have respect for his football background. Um, I'm just curious how this is all going to roll out. What exactly are they looking for? What do they covet? I, I don't know that we know any more than we did at, you know yesterday at this time, to be honest with you. The um, one thing that I learned was that they 100% feel like Terry Fontenot made good decisions with free agency money last year, and they think that the roster was good enough to do better than 7-10. and 10. I agree with them. They think the one thing missing is a quarterback. I agree with them. And Terry, they are very excited about the money they're going to have to spend this offseason, which they will. Uh, so whether they do that on a quarterback and then draft some needs or, or what, I still think for me, I would do whatever it takes to get in the position, to draft position. You're at eight to get Jaden Daniels, wherever you think he's going to go. I think that, that's what I want. That's what I would do. And I've been wrong before about the guys I want, um, but – but that's who you want here. Uh, that's who I want. That's, that's, There's just so many. It's, it's, that's who I want. By the way, it's hard to be right. There's so can, many moving pieces. Can, and, can, and that's why 99.9% of NFL coaches get fired. And I also, yeah, exactly. And I think, though, that when you make this move, let me ask you guys a question because you both, Tiffany, you grew up in the game. Mike, you played it professionally and obviously grew up playing football, but in the, at this level. You think part of the reason that they moved on, I know all the things that everyone was angry about, but part of the reason was is we don't want this to be a win next year or nothing, and because of that, we don't want you to go waste money or spend big money on a free agent quarterback and then it not work out and you get fired anyways, and now the next coach is stuck with that. Rather, let's go ahead. We There's so many quarterbacks here. And maybe Terry Fontenot, who I know, uh, you know, I, they asked him about his thoughts on, on on the quarterback position. I don't know, but maybe they said, you know what, let's let's not have it where you have to do this because you have to win next year. Let's give you a year with a with a rookie quarterback. Does that make sense? What I'm saying, like they wanted that to be an option on the table. So everything start new, come in with a new head coach that gets to work with the like what you see in um in, yeah. in Houston. I mean. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see why you wouldn't want to maybe hit that reset button and kind of start completely fresh with that as opposed to you're saying keeping Arthur Smith here and then going to try to make a splash in free agency. Well, yeah, and feeling like he has to win. Because if Arthur Smith was here for a fourth year, there is no bones about it. It is playoff or he's fired. Yeah. So to, to the way it ended allowed you an out to say, look, you said you can make this work. It's the same thing we saw the last few years. It's time for us with this roster to go say, hey, we can either sign a guy or we can let the new coach have a 50% of the decision-making, which is what we've learned between him and Terry, and say, you guys can maybe find a rookie. You start over, and then we'll see where we go from there. And we'll put a, a really good roster on that rookie quarterback. And maybe you do have a C.J. Stroud. Maybe you have Trevor Lawrence, where in the year two they make the playoffs. I I just don't. I don't know if there's anybody, in, in my opinion, on the free agent market that you would have looked at and said, "That guy's a slam dunk," right? And I think that's the that's the problem. That 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 would be the issue with the the quote unquote band aid that you're talking about. You wouldn't want to sign a guy long term and then have a new head coach in a year because I don't think any of them are. 
Cousins is old. What is Russell Wilson? Questions around Justin Fields. I mean, I don't know who it is, but you see what happens with Browning or Flacco. Right. I, don't I mean, know like, like guys, yeah, yeah. I, it's a, you, there's no slam dunks long term, so you wouldn't you wouldn't go about it that way. Ooh. Tell you what, I can't see outside right now. So all right, it's let's raining uh, we'll sideways the out there. Uh, stay safe out there. We will be right back here on the morning shift this hour. Brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. Make some noise on Sports Radio 929 the game. <laughs> we are back here on the morning shift. I'm catching my breath because I think you guys all this saw, all saw the severe weather warnings. Well, while everyone else was still up here in the studio. <laughs> I was like, peace out. in a flash. I I went down about six flights of stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was not sticking around once the sideways rain started coming up. You were like, Uh, I've lived in Oklahoma. I ain't doing this. I lived in Oklahoma. I lived in Texas. Hey, it got hairy for me. Like, I couldn't see about 20 foot outside of these windows. That's all like. When usually you can see for 40 miles. It's like, peace out. Then I told Bo, coming back up, I was like, just, just let me back in. Right. <laughs> so I jogged back up the stairs. I said, I'm an athlete. I can make it. And I still, still gathering str- my breath. <laughs> still struggling. I thought, I thought my sideline okay. workouts were um In through were the nose, out through enough, the mouth. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Those stairs are no joke, for real. Yeah. Hey. I've had to uh, make some trips up and down those stairs for different reasons. And okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not anything bad. It's just like. I would forget my badge. Like back in the day when I was working overnights, I would forget my badge and I would be hungry overnight. You know, I need a little midnight snack or something. And so I would like form a way. I had a, I had, I worked out to where I could like go down and an come back plan. up. I had right. an exit plan and a way to get back up. My so. quads are burning. Tiffany, so. it's nice to see you get your breath back. She didn't we yet. Don't get she didn't yet. She still felt like the hard. offensive lineman that, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Or whoa. the defensive lineman. Thank you. That, you Thank know. You. Little scoop and score. He's huffing and puffing. Hey, got the, the oxygen mask on his face. Now I've got the <laughs> oxygen mask and I'm sitting on the sideline. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I went out there to open the door for her, she was like, Yeah, I'll be there. I'm an athlete. And then I uh I, I, op- I opened the door, I hear <laughs> 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 it was like <laughs> I go, oh, come on, athlete, let's go. Let's go, athlete. It's it wasn't so funny, really the breathing. It was like my, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, your, your all, I'm all quads. It was your heart rate. I'm all it was. quads, y'all, and so my quads yeah. were, they well, were burning, man. Apparently those because quads <laughs> I haven't gotten the use they used to. Careful. <laughs> Shut your uh, mouth. Yeah, I was going to say, you're gonna, she, she, <laughs> hey, if I didn't hit you in the first hour and a half of the show, she might get you in the second. You want to um, talk a little national championship? Well, I do. It's you? also going to be part of my life of squid. Um, Washington falls short last night to Michigan. The fight and Andy Bunkers lose. <laughs> and Shame. Look, I thought it was a good game for a good part. It's, I looked. I went back and looked. And Michigan ran off a couple of huge runs in that first quarter. You know, Michigan ran for over 300 yards last night. They had 208 at halftime. But it was the most that that Washington had given up in a game all season, and they had it at halftime. It was crazy though because they were averaging, I think, 16 yards a carry in the first quarter, and then in the second and third quarter, they only averaged around four. But their defense, Washington's defense, bowed up because Michael Penix Jr. and the offense was struggling mightily with that defensive front for Michigan. 
the DBs were, were – the ACC crew let them get pretty grabby. They did call one or two against Michigan, but they did let them get away with being pretty grabby in that game. But it felt like what got Washington there also lost in the game with the lack of intermediate passing game. It was either screen pass or bomb. That was and, and and they didn't hit on a lot of those deep balls last night. Well, they didn't they didn't have time to let it kind of develop, and I think that was the biggest thing I took away was Penix is so used to hitting those downfield shots. How many times last night did you see him basically get to the top of his drop and dump that thing off? He was like, I ain't sitting back here letting this defense line tee off on me. Uh, <laughs> and it, it honestly, he missed some downfield open guys because he was having to get it out so quick to the to the checkdowns and the guys in the flats. Yeah, he was he was hurting last night too. His ribs got banged up. Real quick before we get life of squid, did you see the um, the Michigan player as Penix is walking to the tunnel? He's got his towel over his head, his helmet's yeah. on, and I think it was uh, Harold. I think it was the player. Um, runs all the way to the tunnel, takes a moment out of celebrating all the way to the tunnel, has a quick word. Well, they're both from the same area. Yeah, with Penix. And I thought that was really classy. I, yeah. I like. I think they knew each other too, being from yeah. the same area. No, don't so, ruin my yeah. story. I'm sorry. There was complete strangers. Just a random complete moment. strangers. Just, it, it was a completely <laughs> random <Sorry>. moment. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought the you sideline reporters like loved like the magic of these kind of things. You get storytelling. If it's like, I'm telling authentic. a story. If it's correct, you know if what, it's accurate. You know what is accurate? <laughs> Tiffany can't make it up a flight of stairs. It's time for a look back. Into the mind of Squid Billy. Hey, he might even talk sports. This is the life of Squid on the morning shift. Brought to you by Baron Burton's Breakfast Sauce. So good you'll want breakfast all day. Go to thebreakfastsauce.com or find a retailer near you. And by the Georgia Hemp Company. It was six flights. That's right. <laughs> What'd you say? The, the six flights of stairs. Six flights of stairs. Six Con- flights. Continue with your multiple. I guarantee you, I could go down the stairs and back up them easier than you did earlier. There's no way. Uh oh. I completely and disagree. I it's easy to settle. Be easy. This is easy to settle. Let's just oh, have a race. A point. We're not having a race. It's just an endurance competition to see who who made them up breathing less heavy. I don't think we should have a race, but I definitely think we should do some 40-yard dash time trials at some point on this show. I do not need to prove how slow I am. I yeah. can outlift you. Mm. And she's probably faster than you. Something I rarely do on the way to the show is listen to radio. Um, <laughs> I listen to music because yes. I need that that like clearness in my head. It used to be opposite. When I did Dukes and Bell for years, I would listen to it all the way until seven o'clock when our show ended, obviously, and then I would listen to music. But uh, in the mornings, I need to pick me up. Mike will tell you I'm, you know, usually listening to some hard rock or uh, Eminem or you know DMX or whatever Bone Thugs, whatever coming in here in the parking deck on two wheels. I wanted to do Bone Thugs so bad, but I stopped myself. I yeah, could don't, do it. It. don't do it. <laughs> I get in the truck this morning, and uh, Amy Lawrence was on ninety two nine. She's on every morning till five a.m. till Dylan comes on and. She's she's she goes all right out to the lines and Tom I don't know what this guy's name was and it's this mission guy he's like yeah he's a slow talking guy to begin with much like me and he's like I just wanted to talk about that reporter you had on earlier we need to clarify that reporter talking about Jim Harbaugh what was said in that press conference needs to be clarified and I'm gonna do it he was asked that before the game talking about asked about his future. And um, this guy goes to go on on this, like, three-minute diatribe where Amy Lawrence at one point tried to speak, and he's like, I waited two hours to talk on this show to you media people like you who have slandered the Michigan fans and the Michigan players. And 
This guy, the vitriol that this guy had in his voice, he was so angry. I had to give Amy Lawrence uh, a shout-out because she allowed him. She says, hold on. Let me speak for a second. And she interrupted him quickly and then allowed him to get his this anger out. And she finally said, hey, I don't think all of what you're saying is accurate, but how about you be happy? Your team just won the national title. He goes, I was happy this morning. And now, uh, you, you know, uh, hearing you and your this report, and she goes, all right, you know what? I've had? She finally had enough. This guy went on for like almost five minutes. And Yikes. I just want to say – it's this is my life, sports. My teams are everything. Um, I, I spend falls away from my my wife and my family during the holidays because of this, the sports and the game of football. But dude, if you're sitting up on hold for two hours on a radio show in the middle of the night to yell at a radio host about a guest that came on. You need to reevaluate things. <laughs> you, got, you got some problems. You got some. You need to look yourself in the mirror just a little bit, oh, big fella. By the way, and yeah, by use. By the way, after your team won the first national title in 26 years, right? You need to reevaluate it. Hey, if I, you're on Twitter, any chance that guy had had some cold snacks over the night? I think that guy. I think that guy might have taken a head, a head of acid or something. There's no way it was just beer. I'll say this: <laughs> if your team has won back-to-back national titles for the first time. Winning a title in 40 years and back to back. Don't get on Twitter and say how your team would destroy the other teams. You had your moment. Let them have theirs. Ooh, Chances ooh, are ooh. you'll have it again. Well, you're putting the putting the bait out there and waiting to reel in the big guy right there. That's- Tell you something. And I'm going to go iRacing for the rest of the day so you won't see me on Twitter. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, I'm, I'm calling. No All way. right. That Zero is your chance. life with Squid. And when we come back, we'll find out what's coming up on the Steakhouse. That's next on Sports Radio 99 The Game. This is the morning shift. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 